If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Afrotech 2017, San Francisco, California. Michael Seibel, group partner and managing director of Y Combinator, is on the main stage performing an AMA. Someone from the audience who has a startup asks, when he's ready for launch, how can he get the most bang, the biggest launch possible? What strategies can he use to generate the most excitement on day one? Michael answers. Do you remember the day that Facebook launched? Was it on the front page of the newspaper? Do you remember the day that Google launched? Do you remember the day that Amazon launched? So in other industries, the big flashy launches actually can be valuable. And I, I can't really speak to other industries. I don't know them well. In tech, it's basically not important at all. So the real question is not, oh, I have this perfect thing. How do I tell the whole world? The real question is, I have this perfect thing, perfect, right, because it's never perfect. How do I tell 10 people who have the problem I'm solving? Just 10. That's all you need, minute one, is 10. And then, does your product solve their problem? I will tell you, for the vast majority of companies that even get into YC, the first 10 people that look at their product, they shit all over it. And that's what you need. You need someone to say, hey, I have this problem. You said your product was going to solve it. It's not solving it. Okay, why? All right, let me improve it. And like that conversation can start with a small number of people. So if I rephrase your question, instead of how do I tell the world about it, how do I tell 10 people? Um, you would be surprised at how effective email is. Um, it's, it's crazy. I actually didn't really believe it until I started kind of working at YC because I always had consumer startups. But literally... If someone has a problem um, and it's intense enough and you email them and say, I solved this problem, they will reply to your email. Um, if you email someone who doesn't have the problem, they'll report you to spam. If you email someone who kind of has the problem, they might talk to you, but it's one of those conversations where you know they're never going to use it. But if you email someone who actually has the problem, they will try to use your product. I'm Will Lucas, and this is Black Tech, Green Money. I'm going to introduce you to some of the biggest names, some of the brightest minds, and brilliant ideas. If you're black in building or simply using tech to secure your bag, this podcast is for you. Ruben Harris is CEO and co-founder at Career Karma, which gives you the information, tools, and support you need to quickly get into a tech career. They recently announced a $40 million Series B to bolster their efforts to reimagine education. I said, Ruben, look, 
Education has gone through many iterations. We learned on farms via apprenticeships. We learned on the job. Then we learned in college and other variations. Being that you're leading a fast-growing educational startup, what new age are we coming into regarding how we learn and see career progression? I think we're in a very unique time period where uh, we're entering into our third year of COVID-19 pandemic, um, where traditionally, whenever you have recessionary activity, you actually see college enrollment go up because people want to reevaluate their skills and figure out how to get into the job. And over the last two years, you've actually seen college enrollment drop more than it has in the past decade. With that said, I don't think that college institutions are going away. Um, but I do think that higher education is reevaluating itself and launching shorter, faster, and cheaper models and going online. Um, why are they doing that? Um, very similarly to corporations uh, that had to reevaluate their strategies, uh, they had to go online as well and embrace remote work where historically they were not for remote work. Um, and now, you know, no matter where you are, you can work remotely. Um, and colleges, I mean, and companies actually have to either have a hybrid model or go fully remote where um, uh, college has to make a similar decision. What's interesting about college going online is that um, it allows them to have an infinite number of students, like 1.5 billion students went online globally due to the pandemic. And the other issue with going online, or the, I just talked about a benefit about going online, but an issue with going online is you have to deliver not just online education, you gotta figure out how to give that social experience online. College education had a completion rate of 61% before, um, but you also have new players that are entering the space. You have corporations themselves that are launching courses like Salesforce and Trailhead uh, or Amazon Technical Academy. You have non-degree courses like eCornell. But what's the difference between eCornell and Cornell? You have short courses like Udemy and Coursera that have gone public. And that innovation in education is great for workers because they have more and more options that they can go to. It's not just a choice about whether they want to go to a boot camp or a college. It's which education or job training should I look for that gets me the job outcome that I want within the amount of time that I want to go to. And that landscape is confusing, but that makes more and more people want to go to CareerCom because help, we help them decide what type of training is going to be most effective for what they want going forward. Yeah. So I've long held that entrepreneurs would be the driver in the potential decline of a college degree. And here's why is because, you know, when you specifically when you think about smaller mid-level and, um, you know, the third level of colleges and universities, when you have 30, 40 percent of their students graduating with things like communications degrees and may not have like a hard skill, entrepreneurs need people who can jump in on day one and contribute. We don't have, you know, say three or four months to ramp somebody up to where, you know, they can learn a skill on the job and then contribute. But entrepreneurs, they need people who can contribute day one, at least day five, you know, you know, for a shorter time period. Corporations, on the other hand, have that, you know, capital, that cushion, et cetera, where they can take you and train you for a period of time while you learn the job. And so because, in my view, entrepreneurs, you know, need people who can contribute, they probably care less about the degree. I just want to know, can you do the job? What would you say to that? I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, to your point, pretty much every major tech company has dropped requirement to have a college degree. And traditional Fortune 500 companies are starting to follow suit where... What they care about is not necessarily where you went to school, to your point, but have you, can you actually build something? Yeah. Um, I, I think what's also similar to it is a change from a resume. So just going back to college dynamics, you know, co pretty much 
every major college in order to increase their enrollments has dropped the requirement to have even like a GPA or, or, a, or a SAT or a GMAT type of score, which has traditionally that was the filter. And they want to be more accessible to more and more talent. And I actually think that the dynamics that we're looking at reminds me of the music industry, which, you know, that's where I come from. Yeah, likewise, um, likewise. Where it doesn't matter if you went to Berkeley School. Yeah, you know. Does, did you go to Berkeley School of Music? Doesn't matter. Did you go to Juilliard? Doesn't matter. Does your music sound good? Yeah, right? that's right. That's and right. so your portfolio is now a demo tape, for example, of what you have built and what you have done before. And so uh, not only are corporations evaluating you on what you have done, corporations are also taking matters into their own hands where they recognize that even if they hire all of the talent that exists today that has a portfolio, it's not going to be enough to feel job. And they actually have to go directly to people and be like, hey, not only will I give you this job no matter what experience you have, I'll train you as well. And that's been the growth of employer-funded tuition, apprenticeships, internships, and things like that, which is why we're launching Career Comma as a benefit with corporations to offer it to their current employees to attract talent and we're partnering um, them directly with the with the schools that can train them quickly. Yeah, you, you just announced um, this week this $40 million um, Series B, which, you know, super duper proud of you. Cause, you know, I I think I met you when you were, um, oh God, where were you working? This was six years ago or something like that. You had just got out to San Francisco. And I think it was honor. Yeah, you were working at honor. You were working I at honor. School. A long ways from honor, my friend. Long ways from honor. And so we're going to spend some time talking today about that raise and congratulations again to you and your co-founders. Um, I kind of want to set the stage for people who are just getting familiar with career comma and what it may have an impact on them. Um, because you talk about things like upskilling, reskilling, and we're all living in this world to where we are deciding the value of the things that we used to value in a different priority landscape. So if you were to talk to, because you mentioned college degree colleges and how they're reevaluating how they deliver their product. If you were a college president today and you were trying to figure out, okay, you see, you're seeing declining enrollment enrollment over the past, say five years or more, you are probably getting pushed to put your courses online, you know, maybe a little bit reluctantly, but you got, you find out you have to, how would you, knowing what you know, how would you talk to that other Ruben, that other avatar Ruben to convince him like, look, these are the things you're going to have to do in order to compete in this new world. And that's such a good question. I love that question. Um, the reason why that question is like, relevant to me is because um i went to church schools in my whole life um i went to adventist schools so the adventist education system is actually quite big i mean it's actually not in the traditional opm ecosystem so opms for the people that don't know are online program managers like to you and others that enable colleges to go online um and since i am a product of adventist education and I do have the ability to speak directly with college presidents. Um, I want to speak with them about what they need to do in order to stay relevant. So thank you for that question. <laughs> um, I think number one, <laughs> number one to your point, I would say you have to go online. That's required. You can't be hard headed and resist that trend. You have to bet on the inevitable. Number two, you have to think about what is your short course strategy. Um, one of the biggest trends that have been happening, and we've been talking about this since our pre-seed deck, is colleges launching their own boot camps. Currently, Career Comment works with over 50 boot camps right now, not just to help people get into software engineering, but into many different career paths um, so that you get a free of offerings for people. Colleges are embracing the three-year versus a four-year degree. Um, but I do think figuring out like what is your like your, your three to 12-month strategy. There are uh, training programs that will white label their 
their service for you. Um, Trilogy is out there, but I know players like Springboard and others will work with you to do that. Um, then you want to figure out uh, once you do have uh, an online option and a short course, you want to figure out how do you reach the people that you want into your platform. I think historically, the best schools were known for having like lower acceptance rates. Schools were known for like um, being exclusive, but I think that the new way is going to be how to be more inclusive mm. and train the most people in the shortest amount of time, um, which is why you're starting to see more and more schools um, drop the requirement to have a um, to have a like SAT, matter, or yeah. a, a SAT type of thing, yeah. and SAT type of thing, ACT type of thing. And so, um, but with that said, you know, how do you, how do you not just accept, obviously they're, part of the reason why they're doing that is for revenue reasons. They got to keep the lights on. But how do you make sure that those people that come into the platform or to the school actually get jobs? So the next piece is like, how do you make sure that your curriculum is aligned with what employers want? That's one of the advantages of, of having a shorter course uh, because employers can like talk to you directly about what they need immediately. But um, regardless of that, how is your career center running? Um, and so, you know, part of the reason why in CareerCom we have live audio rooms is not just so the admissions teams of the schools can speak directly with prospective students that want to enroll into their programs and so they could accept them live within the room, but also so that the career centers can co-host events directly with employers and be like, hey, here's all of our graduates in a virtual career fair. Do you want to hire these people? And like whoever's hosting the room can see everybody that's applied to the company and they could hire directly. You're going to have to figure out what is your virtual recruiting strategy? Mm. Because historically, colleges were evaluated like if you ask people what's the purpose of going to college their answers would vary these days the answer is are you going to get me a job or not yeah most people like that's what that's why college enrollment is dropping people are asking themselves do i want to pay fifty thousand dollars a year to go to a college that's not going to get me a job probably not I'm not going there just to be a well-rounded person. I can get that in the school of hard knocks. It's a fact, right? Yeah. And so, the 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 short the short answer is, go online, figure out your short course offering, figure out how to create community in the cloud and in person or a hybrid of both, uh, align with employers, um, and finally. Uh, market the hell out of that by leveraging platforms like Black Tech Green Money. <laughs> there you go. There you go. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. 
The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. So uh, I'm super interested to ask you this question because I'm living it from the employer side. And so I was listening to this podcast. It had to be like the New York Times, uh, the Daily or something like that. And they were talking about the great resignation. And they were giving they were giving the story of a lady who used to be a waitress and she didn't have to waitress anymore during the pandemic. And so she's getting this income from the federal government and she's decided not to go back because she reevaluated her life. She got a chance to walk her dog at noon, you know, and go to the library, get a book and read it at 3 p.m. and et cetera. And I got concerned for her listening to that podcast because, yes, she got to find herself but she also didn't sound like, at least not to be fair to her, maybe she didn't get the whole story out, but it didn't sound like she was building more value so that when the day comes, she does have to go back to work. She doesn't have to go back to doing what she was doing. And so I'm like, OK, you've found all this free time. You don't want to go back to work. OK, then what are you doing to ensure you don't have to go back to the same sort of job? And so doubly. I was thinking about this because I have a, a couple of hospitality properties. I'm thinking there are people who you try to hire to work in a kitchen at a restaurant and et cetera. And if you can't find those people, entrepreneurs are going to find a way to keep the, the, the lights on to, to your uh, phrase. And so instead of hiring a person, maybe you go hire a turbo chef, you go buy a turbo chef for 20 grand. You know, and so now that removes me from having to have that extra person in the kitchen because now I got this turbo chef. I paid 20 grand for it. Doesn't have to take a break. Doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Doesn't have days off, et cetera, et cetera. So when you think about these factors and what you're building, obviously, this is why you're building what you're building. So people can get those skills. But what do you what do you say to that person who's found an opportunity to take a breath, reevaluate their life. They don't want to go back to the workforce in the way that they came out of it. What do you what is your argument to them, your evangelical you know, message to them or whatever to take this moment seriously? Yeah, this is why media is very important, because the college brand is strong. Um, and it will continue to be strong. I mean, you can understand the reason why college is never going to, there's so many reasons why college is not going to go away. Um, but if you follow the money, since we're talking about black tech green money, like even the VC money comes from colleges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the limited partners get their money from colleges. Um, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. But the reason why I bring it up is because the mindset for the world is actually go to school until high school, go to college for four years, get a job, maybe get your MBA, and then you never have to school again. It's like, let's just say you go to college for four years and then you never have to work again, four and 40 model. We're actually going to like, some people call it a, a two and four model or a two and two model where, you know, or four, 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 four model where you go to college for four years, you work for four years, and then you gotta go to school again to get something. I 
I think about it more like a two and two and change type of model. I, don't, I haven't even come up with model. Ignore the frameworks. I, I I actually have come up with the conclusion that like you have to embrace this fact. You are forever a student. The half life of us is every two years, and once you get your first job, you need to be thinking about how does this position me for the next job or what skills do I need to do in order to stay relevant in whatever profession that I've decided to stay in. And that's necessary. Like you brought up the restaurant example. You have to understand what are the dynamics. If I, if I want to stay in the restaurant business, right? Because the restaurant business, the food business will not go away, but the restaurant business will change, right? You talked about turbo chefs, but there are cloud kitchens, for example. Cloud kitchens are a thing. Like Travis Kalanick from Uber, you haven't heard from him, but he is building, a, I think it's already worth over $10 billion. Ghost kitchen, cloud cloud kitchens, there's karma kitchens, right? Gig economy is a big deal. It's, it's tied to that. The industry that he made famous, and that you could argue with me about whether he made that famous or not, but I will say that Travis made that famous. Um, gig economy companies, are leveraging cloud kitchens and eventually like if driverless cars come those driverless cars will be making a pit stop at a cloud kitchen right. to pick up the food that every restaurant will be able to use and i'm not going to give you the explanation about what a cloud kitchen is right now but just <laughs> it's something that is relevant for the yeah. food industry yeah. we'll talk about that another that. episode if you want to stay in the food business yeah we'll talk about another episode but if you want to stay in the food business what skills are going to be required for you to stay relevant, what positions will be relevant now or in the future that allow you to stay where you want to be, and, and what training institutions will give you that. If you're already in a job, does your employer educate you, right? So, so many employers are starting to provide education as a benefit. Why? Well, why do employers give you healthcare benefits? Because people used to work in factories, and if people got injured and people got hurt, they would have to pay for it. Like there's insurance involved there. But now that people are working remotely, and there's a lot of cost savings to having offices and stuff like that, employees are like, "What is the benefit that I could give to my talent that's also beneficial for me?" Let's educate them and give them education as a benefit, not just for them, but also for their families. Um, so my short answer to your question is. Embrace one of career commerce company values, which is always be learning. Love that. Love, love, love that. Love that. Um, I was I've said this a few times and I was reading something where I saw you said it also that, you know, there is no tech industry like every industry is a tech industry. So whether you're in healthcare, whether you're in law, no, no matter what you're doing, you're using tech to enable, you know, that thing to happen, whether it's just the Internet email or whether it's actually a, a health record. Every industry now is a tech industry. Um, when you Google today, career karma, it says, you know, start your tech journey. And, you know, you, now you've raised this $40 million. And I wonder, is there a bigger thing here other than just tech? Like, could you also provide, you know, directions for the future attorney? You know, speak to that. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's a reason why career karma is not called code karma right? <laughs> we want to be the 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 number one destination for career advice on the internet uh we not only want to be the front door to the tech industry we want to be the front door to any industry that you want to go to and we want to match you with whatever education whether it's legal or are are beauty related like a barber school or a beauty school or yeah. or plumbing related or whatever that allows you to get your job within your desired timeline. And we want to have a network of companies that will hire you if you finish or when you finish. Right? Um, so the short answer to your question is, is yes. With that said, just using the same example that you gave of the legal industry, the legal industry is going through a reckoning right now related to technology, right? The whole legal profession is changing, right? Yeah. Let's use lobbyists, for example. The the lobbyists um, used to, the biggest people that used to like leverage lobbyists were oil and gas companies. Today, 
It's mostly tech companies. That's a legal type of thing. If you're creating a new industry, which tech companies are, or you're re, re so, some people say software is eating the world. There's a really good article in Wired that Balaji Srinivasan wrote called Software is Reorganizing the World. If the tech community, if entrepreneurs, to your point, are reorganizing the world, then that means that that new world is going to require new laws and new regulations. Mm. And those legal people are going to need to understand how the tech world works or they will die. Um, even the way we incorporated career comma on day one, we leveraged a tech company called Clerky. And YC, which is the world's largest tech accelerator, encourages everybody that's a founder to not deal with all the confusion about how to set up your corporation. Just go to Clerky and set it up. And they'll know that it's set up the right way because yeah. it's using software. And it's always making sure that it has the relevant laws and it doesn't have different flaws. My point is, is that, yes, we will have different career paths available. But don't the tech is not the tech industry is not separate from everything else. If you do not innovate your industry into something that is tech related, you will die. That's good. That's good. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice and grow black owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Um, I think about, um, I was giving Career Karma a test drive. It had to be like six months ago, a year ago. And the first thing that shocked me was when I signed up, my phone rang. You know, somebody called, yo, Will, we see you trying to go on this path. We're here to help. And I've never had that experience before with, you know, any tech company, you know, calling me. It's like, yo, we want to help make sure you get what you need. And so you spoke about this earlier and that colleges can't sell, you know, just the social part anymore. You know, it's got to be some real value there. And so talk to me a little bit about where you guys are leaning into the community of learning. Like, how are you doing that? Technically, how are you doing that philosophically? Like, what does that mean for you guys? I love that you had that experience. It makes me very happy <laughs> um, because I personally was the guy that will call people when they downloaded the app in the beginning. And so it's awesome that 
the system is working. Yeah. And I I also love that because I wrote an article um, about my personal journey and my co-founder's journey into tech um, where there was a line that we said in the article that said, the tech industry is just like everything else in life. It's all about relationships. So even though software is reorganizing the world and the tech industry is changing, at the end of the day, it's about that human to human connection. We're creating technology to connect humans to humans. And even though we are on these individual journeys to figure out what our purpose is, because your career has definitely historically been tied to your identity and your very existence and how you value yourself. And we can get into that conversation later. Um, career navigation is a very social experience and you can't climb Everest alone. And so we had to figure out how to um, do that. One of YC's early concepts is doing things that don't scale. Yeah. Um, and what that means is that you're going to have somebody that's writing code and you're going to have some people that are talking to the users and you are going to do that manually until you figure out how to do it at scale. And I talked about myself talking to users and greeting people personally. And after doing that 4,000 calls later, I figured out how to create a playbook that leverages software, power dialers, CRMs, customer relationship managers, and, and things like that to be able to give people that unique personal experience. That's going to be more and more challenging because we currently have 3 million people a month that are coming to Career Karma organically. We're introducing over 25,000 people a month to different training programs. And we can't talk to every human being the same as we used to because human beings are different. We got to get really good at data to understand people's level of in, uh, intent across the board. And once we get really good at not just data, but also segmentation, we have to get really good at design to be able to make sure that we're creating personalized experiences for each one of those segments and that we are speaking their language, not just verbally, but also through the way that the product is built, the way that the user experience feels, and so on and so forth. Um, community is everything. Um, and um, that is our secret sauce. That was, that's what makes us different than everybody else and why we're going to win. So when I got that phone call, one of the things I thought about was, okay, they're calling me. There's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people signing up for this. How does that scale? Um, I don't, you know, I don't need you to answer that question, but I, what I do want you to answer, which that directs me to, is you're, you know, 40 more million dollars in the bank right now. What does that capital allow you to do that you weren't able to do before? So how does, how does Career Karma continue to grow or get accelerated by this infusion? That's a good question. I'll answer the first question first. So as a community builder, I study successful communities. Um, two, of the communi two of the companies that have done really amazing things at community building that I admire a lot are actually, I'm, I'm going to mention a few, not just two. I'll start with Reddit. I think Reddit is very interesting because um, they have thriving subreddits that are moderated by people that are volunteers. All right. In Career Karma, we have the concept of a squad and we have squad leaders. Um, we haven't necessarily cracked exactly what Reddit has cracked, where the community is run based off of the idea, not necessarily who the moderator is. If the moderator leaves in the Reddit community, somebody else can volunteer and like they take over it. Um, figuring out how to master that and create like an organic community of volunteers and guidelines is really, really special. The other organization that I study a lot is um, um, Discord. I really like that Discord has leveraged audio and chat um, specifically focus on the gaming community. So there's like, I think social audio works very well when it's applied specifically to a certain subject like gaming or dating or mental health or faith or 
career transitions and we want to be the world's largest community of career transitions online and what we have to figure out is how to scale that in a thoughtful way i think scaling at breakneck speed there is use to that that allows you to like raise capital like how you mentioned we were able to raise but i also think it's very important to be thoughtful so that the magic that you have from a small community isn't destroyed having social audio allows us to go broad across skill sets like you said without having to launch matching programs and job placement programs immediately and just have people that hang out that are passionate about different careers and different education systems um, and the audio rooms are going to be um, the first step of being able to like build that community and that global expansion to reach a billion people in the next 10 years um, the second part of your question was related to what does the capital allow us to do that we didn't have before um, number one it allows us to hire the best talent um, so last year was a record year for edtech uh in general so edtech had about 21 billion dollars in funding uh many unicorns many ipos um in which was a much smaller piece of a record year in venture capital financing which was about 300 billion dollars that was invested in in tech um what that means is um tech companies no matter what their stage, whether it's seeds, series A, series B, have capital to be able to hire the best talent, which means that like hiring talent um, is very competitive. So even if you're making it rain on somebody, you're gonna have somebody else that's gonna like get super creative to close somebody. And it's kind of like finding really amazing talent in the rookie year. Like if you if you have a lot of people that are trying to like draft the best players, everybody's gonna be making amazing offers so you have to be able to do that especially with technical talent and product data design that i mentioned to you before sales in, ge in general so number one it allows us to hire the, the best players in the mba of tech number two um, it allows us to get really um uh product driven um like I mentioned, matching people to schools is really important, but also like getting really learning, learning what works and what doesn't work by user allows us to share those insights with players that could be helpful. Like, let's say that I wanted to give someone a bank account that they didn't have access to before or help someone that has a bad credit score, but based off of what they do in career karma, I can show the creditors that people that demonstrate this behavior are likely to get a job in this amount of time. So you should actually make an exception here, you see? And so um, it allows us to do things like that. The other thing that it allows us to do is start to, to get thoughtful about how to work with the enterprise and how to work with government because um, the public sector puts more towards workforce development than any other sector. What that means is like it doesn't $300 billion is nothing compared to trillions of dollars in stimulus funding, for example. Right. Um, that's all money that's going towards healthcare, but a lot of that is going to also start going towards workforce development. The reason why you see that, it, why I know that, is because look at what's happening. The World Economic Forum um, that hosts Davos every year, I wasn't going to be there this year, but it got canceled because of COVID, um, made a statement that they want to reskill and upskill a billion people by 2030. I was like, wait, that's my mission. The government <laughs> wants to do that too. Interesting. <laughs> and so now governments and <laughs> so governments and employers want to do this. And there's no other player other than us to bridge workers, companies, and philanthropies to each other. Sounds like a win for me. Sounds like perfect timing to me, right? And so I say all of this because um, in order to understand how to work with government and how to work with corporations, it takes time. And one of the, you know, people say time is money and having a lot of capital and having a war chest allows us to have that time to be able to do these things um, without being stressed to figure out 
what I need to do to survive. You know, the reason in order to be creative, constraints are important for sure. But if you're always in survival mode, you can't always do your best thinking. Um, so we're 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 in a really good place where we have uh, resources to be able to think and be creative, and also be aggressive. Almost inevitably, anytime there's a new thing, a new app, a new piece of software, something you get introduced to, there's somebody who says, well, that's not for me because. So whether it's TikTok, I'll say, you know, I'm too old. That's that's for kids. It's not for me. So whatever. When people typically assume that career karma is not for them, what is those assumptions they make? And can you dispel those for us? It's a really good question. Um, I'll give you a valid reason where you can come up with that answer. A valid reason to say Kurkama is not for you is we just don't have the career path that's available that you want right now. At some point we will, but like you could be like, okay, I don't have that career path available. But that does not mean that career karma is not for you. Just because we don't have that career path available does not mean that you cannot join an audio room and start talking about what you want on career karma or talk about what you know exists on career karma. So the even though I said this is an example of what's not for you, there is actually no situation where career karma is not for you. You can actually go on there and share what your thoughts are and what you wish was on here. And because we're listening to the community, we will hear that feedback and figure out how to make it available for you. If you want to blog your thoughts, you can. If you want to jump into a thread, which we do have threads, you can do that. Um, if there's a type of company that you want to hear from that we don't have available in our network, you can tap us into it or we can figure out how to get to them. Um, but what's interesting is about this question is that a lot of people will tell themselves, um, I'm not a math person or I'm not an engineer or I'm not a data scientist, where I actually think that we have entered into the end of occupational identity. Like Will Lucas, uh, Vanessa Serrano, I know you're in the background, but I'm calling you out. Everybody, every, any, anybody that that is listening to this show is not defined by what they are currently doing. Will Lucas is, is a podcaster, an entrepreneur, a real estate mogul, uh, a, a technologist, all in one, right? So just because I am an engineer today or a musician today does not mean I can't be a CEO tomorrow or whatever it is in my lifetime. I could do all of it in my lifetime. You can do all of it in your lifetime. And um, my answer to you is if you are ever telling yourself that something's not for you, you are putting yourself into a box and limiting yourself. Hmm. Uh, with that said, going back to the time factor, um, there is only so much time that we have available during a lifetime because death is inevitable. Like what's inevitable? Death and taxes, right? Um, so you do have to make choices, like E40 said, to quote the great E40. Um, so great philosopher. you have to make choices. Yeah, great philosopher, E40. Great philosopher. <laughs> that does also like talk a lot about black tech and, and green money and how to, how to, um, how to approach life. Um, but I, I bring him up in, in the choices that we have to make because um, there's so many people that come to Career Karma that hesitate to make a decision for themselves where time flies so quickly they're like oh like i came to career come when you guys didn't even raise a million dollars now you've raised 52 million dollars i'm ready now when like you could have been what you wanted to be three years ago that doesn't mean that it's too late for you now you can't do it now but like the ship is moving and it could be moving for you so if you have uh, I think perfection is the enemy of execution. I think waiting until you have all the answers and, and having a solid plan actually prevents you from moving forward. If you feel a gut instinct, I think women are the best at this. They have women inst in women's intuition. 
that's why we have so many successful women on our platform, so many successful black women on our platform, which I'm highlighting black women because even though the unemployment rate has gone down at 3.9%, it's actually increased for black people and it's worse with women, black women. So we have to make the decisions now if you have that intuition, make the decision to start today. And I promise personally, you can hold me accountable to this to make sure that you achieve what you want to achieve this year for yourself and, and for your whole family forever. Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. It's produced by Morgan DeBon and me, Will Lucas. The additional production support by Love Beach and Marissa Lewis. Special thank you to Micah Davis, Adam Sims, and Sakara Savanyan. You know, like the wine. Yes, that's his real name. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at afrotech.com. In the video version of this episode, we'll drop to Black Tech Green Money on YouTube next week, so tap in. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Go get your money. Peace and love. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world.